Hello, Puffs, and welcome to the Puff Lounge, the show that dives into the struggles and experiences of being a Mexican-American woman. We're your host, Dulce. And Ellie. And today we're going to be talking about women's body expectations. So I'm honestly super excited for this conversation, especially because I feel like I have a lot to say about this one, Um, particularly because um, for those who have seen me in person, I kind of have, over the years, I've kind of developed a kind of more muscular kind of body compared compared to how I had it back in like high school, back in like 2017. But whenever I was in high school, I always kind of had this mental expectation of myself of wanting to be roughly like 100 pounds. To be fair, I am very petite. I am 4'11". Not even 5 feet, guys. 4'11". <laughs> okay. Five feet with shoes. If you give me the inch from the shoes, I'll take it. <laughs> like legally, she should be in a booster seat in a car. Dude, I really need to apply for it. You know, like the handicap thing. Yeah. So I can get front row parking. Bro. <laughs> so whenever I was in high school, I had that kind of like self-expectation of wanting to be under a certain weight. You know, and I think during that time, it had to deal with a lot with societal expectations of girls. Because during that time, you know, like the thigh gap was like really in. Everybody was really into like having a thigh gap. Right. That was just never going to happen for me. Right. Like, and just for like reference, do you just kind of want to say like, how long ago that was? What year? That was between... So I graduated in 2017. I want to say that was throughout all of high school. So probably starting 2014? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 2014 to 2017. I had that kind of expectation for myself. I wanted the flat stomach. I wanted the thigh gap and all that stuff, right? I'll be completely honest. I wasn't going about it very in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't eat enough. And that made a lot of changes to my body. I was constantly tired. You know, there'd be times where my face would actually get very pale when my mom would ask me, like, are you okay? Like... You look very pale and it was mostly because I just was not eating enough and so I wasn't doing it in a very healthy way and in the end I never even achieved that goal Mm -hmm. I never ended up having the flat stomach I never was able to reach like the thigh gap either just in general my body's just not made that way and I don't think I'll ever have that thigh gap either not that I want it anymore because that's not something that I want to achieve for myself anymore but just in general my kind of body build is just that wouldn't be achievable because in general my thighs are just a little thicker Mm -hmm. so that wasn't able to do it and I also whenever I was trying to do exercises I ended up doing exercises that would overall just increase my leg size regardless because whenever I would be doing leg workouts obviously whenever you do leg workouts especially like for muscle building movements it's obviously going to increase the size of your leg right because you're increasing your muscle right so everything i did was just very contradicting did the complete opposite of what i was trying to achieve but luckily i don't have that expectation for myself anymore but the way that it is now i have a more athletic build i just put on more muscle mass just in general i had received a lot of comments Mostly around along the same lines of if you keep working out the way that you do, you're going to end up looking manly, right? Mm-hmm. That I'm putting up a lot of muscle. I understand their point of view, but at the same time, I'm just like, no, I'm not. Yes, I'll have muscle, but you have to be at an extreme athletic build to even develop those kinds of features. And regardless, the women that I've seen that do have a very, very athletic build, yes, a lot of they do receive a lot of those comments where they say that they look manly. Mm-hmm. 
but I kind of don't agree with it personally. I think that's just a personal opinion where, especially for like female bodybuilders, I admire that physique. I don't think I'll ever get to that point and I don't plan to either. I don't really think that it looks manly. And honestly, I'm not even close to be looking like that either. Cause even though I've put a lot of like muscle mass, I've also increased my fat gain too. Mm -hmm. Which it took me a while, but I've actually begun to actually be comfortable with that and not be embarrassed about it and i've just become more comfortable in my own skin mm -hmm. you know knowing that i have like my lonjas and everything <laughs> and not being embarrassed about that i've been open more, more to that like i'll go to the gym and i've put myself in positions where i'll wear just like my sports bra and my leggings so obviously my stomach is up and my lonjas do show here and there especially whenever i'm doing certain movements and in the beginning i used to be very self-conscious about it but it's just like when you're in the gym ain't nobody paying attention to you everybody's like doing their own thing focused on just not dying under the weights so because i know at least that's what i'm thinking right i'm just like just don't die under the weight don't die under the weight especially when you don't even got a spotter you know right <laughs> so i've gotten that comment you're getting bigger i will say my dad did tell me that in the beginning too and it honestly never bothered me my response to him was always that that's okay because whenever you get older and you're physically unable to take care of yourself I'm gonna be the one to do everything for you. Like, <laughs> if you need me to help you and pick you up, that's what I'm gonna do. Like, I remember in the beginning, my dad would just be like, I'll take the um, the packages of water. You know, whenever we would go to the grocery store, we would like come back home and take everything out of the car. Right. He'll be like, I'll take down the waters, you take all the light stuff. After a while, he would see that I'd be able to pick up the water cases without any struggle. So he'll be like, Can you take the waters? I'm like, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> how the tables have turned yeah so he's gotten more comfortable with it yeah and then he's just always commenting like yeah <laughs> which i mean highly doubt that's ever going to happen anyway so can you imagine like the rock's body with your head on it <laughs> I, that just would not look proportional on me and that's in not interesting but i think it's so funny how that's where people's head goes to immediately mm -hmm. they're like oh you're a woman and you're gonna start lifting weights like that's what you're gonna look like yeah. you're gonna look like the rock mm -hmm. and it's just like there's levels to that as well mm -hmm. not just because you're doing some exercises with some weights mm -hmm. doesn't mean that's where you're gonna go right because obviously people especially like women who are in bodybuilding competitions and they're very built it took them months of intense training <clears throat> training to even do that it takes months just to build a foundation and on top of that it takes months to be like on the actual prep before the actual competition so you're mm -hmm. practically prepping for you can prep especially like if you're in the beginning you can prep for like a whole year you right. know i'm honestly not even in training to that intensity either and i've been weightlifting since 2017 i'm not even there to that physique yet you know it's been what 17 18 six years sorry yes i really did have to count with my fingers <laughs> it's been six years and i'm not even close to that build especially because i haven't been, i don't train to that intensity i don't watch everything that i eat if i want to enjoy a whole large pizza and i want to down a whole gallon of ice cream i'm going to eat that pizza and ice cream <laughs> like i'm not going to compromise my food like i love food and i'm comfortable with my body you mm -hmm. know and like for the most part i do like try to eat healthy but every now and then i want to enjoy my food mm -hmm. if i want to enjoy like misos gueras like i just want to be snacking all day i do it <laughs> And what do you think made you switch that mindset? Going from being very self-conscious to just being like, you know what? This is who I am. This is who 
I will always be to a certain extent. I, and I just love myself and it's fine no matter what anyone says. It did take a very long process to do all of that. It wasn't in like an overnight thing where I was just like, okay, I don't want to feel this way anymore. Let me do something different. I kind of still had the mindset back in 2017 of wanting to just have like a slimmer figure. Mm -hmm. So I did start doing cardio at first. I wanted to lose weight. That was my main thing because I wanted to be slimmer. But I slowly started incorporating weightlifting and I noticed that I would get bigger and I actually liked the results that I was seeing. Bigger in the terms of like I was seeing muscle. After I started seeing those changes, I kind of started following other women who kind of had more of a similar body type to me rather than following people that other women that had a different figure from me and I wanted to have a similar figure to them. Because obviously, if you're aiming for something that you don't even kind of have any similarities with, oh my gosh, you probably won't even reach those kind of similar results because, again, you don't have the same body type. So I started following more accounts with women who kind of have a similar body type to me and normalized my body shape, my curves, and kind of work towards enhancing the parts that I wanted to. So, you know, started focusing more on my body. And that did help to a certain extent. It helped get comfortable with my muscle mass increase, but it didn't help me in the terms of being comfortable with my lonja. At first, it was difficult to lose the mindset of like, I need to lose them, I need to lose them, I need to lose them. Rather than having that mindset, I kind of tried being proactive and changing my mindset. So every single time I would have those thoughts of like, I need to lose my long hands, I need to lose them. I kind of like changed the narrative around it. It's just, no, like I'm okay where I am. I have a healthy body and it's normal to have this. And it's not something that I need to change unless that's a goal that I really want for myself. But if I'm at this position right now with my body, I should appreciate what I have right now. Even after the appreciation, I still want to change it. I can work towards those goals. But even throughout the journey of changing that, I should still be appreciative of what I have now, you mm -hmm. know, in terms of how my body looks. Right. So I tried getting comfortable with my body in different why in different, oh my gosh, different ways. <laughs> Different wise. Um, different wise. <laughs> in different ways. So I one of the ways that I started doing that is rather than being fully clothed at home, I would wear a little bit more minimum clothing. So at first I started doing just my booty shorts and my sports bras. I still be seeing my lonjas while I'm doing everything else. So I just started getting comfortable with that. Getting com like getting to know my body, not just getting comfortable with it, but getting to know it and understanding how everything that you do kind of reflects onto your body and how your body feels. Mm -hmm. So, which is why I started eating more healthily, not necessarily because I was aiming to like lose weight, but more so because I just felt overall better internally right. whenever I ate certain things. So I changed my diet to that or I adjusted it a little bit, you know, because I still eat everything else that I want to eat. And your food journey, I feel like also has been kind of of a roller coaster because I yeah. feel like you've tried so many different things. Yeah, I feel like I've tried a lot, a lot of bad diet. I used to be vegan for like four years, literally throughout high school, high school I think. and like the last two years into college, I think. That's where I felt like I started actually eating a lot more and got me out of that lack mindset of i shouldn't be eating this i shouldn't eat i shouldn't eat like eat less i'm too fat like i need to eat less type thing you know so i kind of got out of that mindset whenever i went vegan so that part did help me to actually increase my food intake so i was eating a lot more 
and it was to the point where my mom actually <laughs> she started okay so this one time whenever i started working at chipotle um like i i was already starting to go to the gym because this was right after high school so i was i was still vegan and i was starting to do weightlifting. So whenever you start exercising, your appetite actually increases, especially whenever you start weightlifting, because the more muscle uh, that you build, it increases your metabolism. So I started eating a lot more than I used to. There was this weekend where I went to the gym, I came back home and I ate a whole bowl of what I don't even remember what I was eating. And then my mom was like, hey, I want some Chipotle. Can I come by your job and pick some during your break? And I'm like, yeah. So then I actually ended up going on break like 30 minutes after I clocked in. Because, you know, like night shift, like you're just trying to get the breaks over with so that you can have time to close and everything. Mm-hmm. So they were like, go on break. And I was just like, okay, like even though I was only there for like 30 minutes, my mom was there. So I got her a bowl. I got me a bowl. And I ate my entire bowl. And my mom was just like, Eli no come, Eli traga. <laughs> so like I was eating a lot during that time, you know. But for the most part, everything that I was eating was just straight vegetables and fruit because I cut out a lot of stuff from my diet. Like I stopped eating meat, I stopped eating dairy, and a lot of the junk food that I normally ate had all those products. So essentially, I stopped eating those. I will say I still ate anything and every junk food that I could eat. So I used to eat a shit ton of Oreos, and I used to eat a shit ton of plant-based ice cream. The, what the what's the brand? Ben and Jerry, no? Ben and Jerry's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like my go-to. And then there were some other brand cookies that I used to eat too, just cookies and ice cream, cookies and ice cream. You know, sounds healthy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for the most part, you know. So then that got me out of that kind of comfort zone of not wanting to eat, and it got me to eat more so my food journey did change a lot and then about like two three years after high school that's whenever I started eating started eating meat again eating dairy um I do limit myself on dairy sometimes I kind of I'm just like I don't give a shit you know and I still eat a whole tub of ice cream but I try my best to not eat dairy especially on a daily basis because my stomach just don't fuck with it okay (laughs) my it's like it's not my best friend right i'll be stuck in the toilet i'll be honest so then once i started eating everything i started eating all of these things again because mostly whenever i would go out with like family and friends like i would just be stuck ordering off the side me- like the sides menu you know and i was just like i want some real food you know yeah so then i slowly started incorporating it in which honestly i was very surprised that i have a food sensitivity to eggs Oh, you do? Yeah. As having a vegan diet, you don't eat eggs either. Mm -hmm. And whenever I started eating eggs again, like I used to break out in the very beginning, I used to break out in hives and I would swell up. So whenever I first started eating again, remember the very first time, both of my eyes got so, so, so swollen. I think it swelled up even more than like, you know how whenever like I cry, like my eyes get swollen? Yeah. That (laughs) always happens. I hate that. But it swelled up even more than that. Sounds like you're kind of maybe allergic to them. Yeah. My mom was actually allergic to them too. She had done an allergy test and Mm -hmm. it turned out that she was actually allergic to eggs. She still eats them though. So it's it's like a slight yeah allergy. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not gonna Mm -hmm. die. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, I won't (laughs) die over it. 
And I think it's more so like a more of like an intolerance for it because I stopped eating it for like four years and then I started eating it again out of right. nowhere, you know? So it's like your body wasn't used to it again. Yeah, like it went into shock basically. Mm-hmm. And then after I started incorporating it a little bit more and more, I stopped breaking out into hives and getting swollen. So now I can eat it comfortably. Of course, whenever I started changing my diet that way, I started eating more of this other junk food too, mm-hmm. you know, the same junk food I used to eat. But at the same time, I was still working out very regularly. So my body still didn't return the same way that I used to be back then. Because I was still exercising, I was still weightlifting. So rather than eating and just kind of putting on weight, it kind of did it. Um, I did gain weight, I'll be honest. So since from 2017 to now, I've gained 30 pounds. Because mm-hmm. I used to be 115, I'm 145 now. And my goal is to be 150. But I kind of want to do it in a healthy manner obviously i want to just overall increase my muscle mass right because i also think like standard thinking is if i weigh more is because i'm fatter Mm -hmm. and that's not always the case you can weigh more because you have more muscle right and so it's in like you said in a healthy way Mm -hmm. in a better way you're not just gaining longas everywhere right and i think one huge thing is getting to know your body understanding your body and just connecting with your body kind of boosts your confidence in your body so i got comfortable just looking at my body like i would uh, whenever i'm home i'll wear minimum clothing so whenever i catch glimpses of myself like in a reflection or a mirror it's just like okay i normally see that and so then now it's just like that's just my body to me that's that's just my body and i'm comfortable seeing it now you know so whenever i'm out in public and it kind of got me to the point where i was able to put myself in situations where i felt comfortable wearing certain things So, like I said, whenever I go to the gym, I'll wear my sports bras and my leggings. And then also whenever I started going out, I started wearing more crop tops, just overall. Like showing more. Showing more, yeah. Yeah. So I started putting myself in those positions more. I felt like the more I did it, the more comfortable I got with myself. In the beginning, I was kind of, I was very shy and very self-conscious about it. Like, even though I would wear that kind of clothing, I'd still want to cover myself up, just bring my arms together in, kind of try to like hide my stomach, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But as time went on, I was just like, bro, ain't nobody really give a shit anyway. So I feel good, then I look good, you know? Facts. So... So uh, that's one thing, one big takeaway for me is just like, if I feel good, I'm going to look good. Right. And there's days where I obviously don't feel good, but I try to look good. And whenever I try to look good, it's kind of like I'm faking it till I make it. Mm -hmm. You know, like after a while, after like a few hours or whatever that I like put myself together to try and make an effort to like look good, I felt a little bit better about myself. Until the next day where I was just like, okay, now I feel a lot better. And now I look good. Right. Right. Because I feel good internally. So that it kind of shows on the outside. And I feel like that's a really important factor to really take into consideration because I feel like a lot of people think if all these outside factors would be just this way, then I would just be so much happier. And it's one of those things where if you're not happy with yourself, if you don't love your body, nothing that anybody can do, nothing that an outside factor can do will make you feel better. Because ultimately, if you're not happy with yourself, that's the and like you're not happy with yourself so it's not i don't know how to explain it other than that you know no like it makes sense though it makes sense yeah so you just have to be happy with yourself and it's one of those things where society and the quote-unquote standard Mm -hmm. that everyone strives to be strives to look like 
changes. Right. Like you said, in the 2010s, it was all about as skinny as you can be, the thigh gaps, all of that. And that quickly changed to a little chubbier, the bigger butts, the bigger boobs. And it's one of those things where, I mean, I'm sure we're guilty of it. And we just have to be more self-aware to where everything we see on social media, on magazines, on commercials, shows, like just everything media, it's not real. And we shouldn't allow other people to engrave those thoughts into our heads where like, this is how I should look. This is how I should look. Because like you said, everybody's body is different. And even though that's what you strive for, I'm not saying you can't achieve it, but you also have to be realistic, like you said earlier, and know your body and say, hey, I may never be able to look like this, but that's okay. You need to understand your body and really like just love yourself and how you look because I feel like I kind of dealt with the same thing as you, but on the other end, like I've always been a very, very skinny person because I feel like it's because one, my metabolism is really, really fast. Two, I've always been in sports. So it's just like, even though I didn't necessarily go to the gym, work out, I was always working out and running because I was in sports. I feel like that helped a lot. And my mom, like it's just in my genes, you know, like my mom is a very, very, very small person. And so I I feel like I was the word. It's hereditary. Right. Like I got that from her. So it like for you, it was one of those things where it's like, okay, I know I'm never going to have that thigh gap because that's just not how my body is built. I also had to come to terms where like I'm never going to be that thick because my body is just not built like that. Because the way my body goes is like I can never gain weight. When I was smaller, the thing I struggled with a lot was people always telling me you're too skinny. You're too skinny. You don't have enough curves. It always made me feel like I just wasn't like quote unquote woman enough. And it was just one of those things where I actually had a couple of people in the past tell me oh you still have that body figure of like a 12 year old boy that's what i would get told not a lot but a few times i did get told that it was just when are your boobs gonna grow and it's always on social media like people can get so nasty and i remember one time i was arguing with this girl over i don't even know what and her comeback was come back when you have boobs okay if that's all you can say you lost the argument but back then I wasn't in the place where I am now, so that would get to me. And it was one of those things where I was like, okay, if I eat, if I eat, if I eat, I will gain weight. I will grow boobs, grow butt, grow curves, all of these things. But like that never happened because that's just not the way my body works. And I remember I would always, like you, be very self-conscious about it. I always felt like I couldn't wear a lot of clothes because it was like, okay, well, I don't have the cleavage for it. I don't have the curves for it. Certain things would make me look even flatter, you know, and it was just like, I really do look like a freaking 12 year old boy. But for me, I don't really know what changed other than constantly telling myself you're fine the way you are. Because even though in like society, it was the skinniest you can be. That's what you should be. That's what you should strive for. And I was my skinniest. That never made me feel better because again, I wasn't happy with myself. No matter what outsider factors, it was never going to make me feel better. You know, so even though I quote unquote sometimes did have that body, I did have that thigh gap at at a certain point in my life. I did have the skinny legs. I had a super flat stomach, but that never made me feel better about myself. It was always, okay, I have that, but I also don't have boobs. Like I I would always, always, (laughs) I would always look at the negative. You know what I mean? It was just like, okay, yes, I have this, but I don't have this. It was always that, but. And always that, but until I came to terms like you, like my body is just never going to be that, you know, and that's totally okay. After I had Noah, after I became a mom, I did grow a little bit more curves because obviously it's natural. My body changed a lot during that period. 
And I also do think that helped because I feel like now I have a body that feels more curvy, Mm -hmm. even though, of course, I'm no Kim Kardashian. I'm no Nicki Minaj. But I don't know. I'm just I'm happy with what I am. I also have some insecurities about my lonjas, too. (laughs) What made you or how did you start? changing your narrative uh, your mindset of turning it into this is my body type and i'm okay with it honestly i don't think i'm able to pinpoint when or how that happened the only thing i can remember is like constantly telling myself this is how i am this is how i look and that's okay i also got very comfortable with looking at myself naked in the mirror i don't know where i heard it but i heard that recently like i didn't hear it before and then started doing it i started doing it and then i heard about it you literally get naked maybe like before you're about to get in the shower so you're already in the restroom in front of a mirror you just stare at yourself naked that's it that's the exercise like you just stare at yourself and you just tell yourself mentally this is what i look like and that's okay i may not be like this particular person that i want to look like but that's okay. This is who I am. This is what I look like. And I love it. Literally tell yourself that every day, every day. And if your mind hears it often enough, it's going to switch to that. Right. Like that becomes, you start writing your own mindset. Exactly. And it's not easy. Like you said, it's not from one day to the next. And it's actually hard because if you start with that uncomfortableness, looking at yourself naked, you just want to cringe and like put something on or like turn the other direction. You Mm -hmm. don't want to stare at yourself. But I've actually noticed that that is actually a really, really good exercise to do. And I would recommend anybody who feels some sort of uncomfortableness with themselves, with their bodies to try it out. I actually started doing that myself too in the beginning. Well, how I started off first is I started getting comfortable actually sleeping naked, Mm. right? So I'm not actively looking at myself, but just being comfortable, just being naked in general, Mm -hmm. that helped me out. And then once I got through that step, I kind of started looking at myself more in the mirror. And one thing that I started doing as well is I started actually buying lingerie pieces. So I would wear lingerie and I would look at myself in the mirror right and i would actually take pictures of myself in the mirror i wasn't doing it for like other people it was just for me myself this is what i want to get comfortable with if me taking pictures of myself in my lingerie sets makes me feel sexy sexy oh my gosh Mm. (laughs) it makes me feel sexy makes me feel good then why not do it you know i'm not showing it to everybody i'm doing it for me right you know i'm not doing it with the with the intentions of impressing somebody else it's more so so that i can get comfortable with myself okay so this is how i look in lingerie pieces this is how i look naked so sitting in front of a mirror posing in front of a mirror and working with my own body again it connects you with your own body yeah your psyche yeah right i equate it to i don't know if you've ever done it like looking at yourself in the mirror with clothing or without clothing however you want to do it and actually telling yourself affirmations in the mirror and like talking to yourself like if you're speaking to another person Mm -hmm. in the beginning i started doing that as well as doing self-affirmations like i am beautiful i am strong i am wealthy all of these things you know like to kind of change my own mindset in the beginning doing it is very cringy and it's just it feels so corny yeah it just feels weird right and then even though it felt uncomfortable at first i was like no let me actually give it a shot let me see if i can actually get comfortable with it so once i started getting comfortable with it i was able to do it normally and like so 
sometimes whenever I catch myself feeling down, I will actively put myself in the mirror and tell myself these affirmations. And it kind of uplifts my mood. It kind of changes my day. And it kind of, it just helps me, you know? Right. So I also encourage, if being naked is not the step that you're at right now either, that's totally okay. That's a pretty big jump. If that's not where you're at, that's okay. Start with small affirmations. You can be fully clothed in front of a mirror, but tell yourself these affirmations. It's going to feel uncomfortable, but once you feel uncomfortable with it, you can proceed on to the next step. You can do it while you're naked, or if that's not your step yet, you can just sleep naked. You can just do something that will reveal your body to yourself little by little. Right. You can do literally baby steps. You don't have to jump from, like, one thing to the next. Right. You know? Yeah, and if if you think looking at yourself in the mirror would help, but, again, you don't want to do the whole naked thing, you can take maybe one clothing item off at a time. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe one day you do it fully clothed, and you just, you know, I'm beautiful, I'm perfect. The next day, try without a shirt. Mm Mm-hmm. And just your bra, pants, everything else. I'm beautiful. I'm perfect. Okay. Next day, try without the pants. So you're just in undies and bra. Like that. Yeah. Or however gradually you may need it to be. Maybe a week at a time. Everyone is different. Mm -hmm. And just do it at your own pace. But at the end of the day, you have to love yourself. Because what I was thinking is, tying back to what I was saying about outside factors, I feel as women, it's very easy to value ourselves and what men think of us and i feel like that goes alongside with these quote-unquote societal image that social media puts on us that this is how you should look and because whenever we see girls who look perfect like i'm gonna use kylie jenner as an example because i feel like where we are right now that is the ideal body the tiny waist the huge boobs the huge ass which honestly like in my opinion yes some girls are naturally like that but for the most part it's not like we're just not born to look like that and a lot of it neither was she yeah (laughs) (laughs) one of the fakest human thing but anyway we're not here to talk bad about anyone no matter how much we disagree Mm -hmm. but yeah i don't think it's we shouldn't value ourselves depending on other people's opinions because Mm -hmm. like let's say you like this boy and you know that this boy's body type is kylie jenner's type and you're not that yet and you strive to be that for him let's say you do get to that but what happens when that boy's perfect image changes because that happens too. you grow as a person your mind changes and he can be like okay now i want them skinnier then what you're going to be unhappy with yourself again like you should not depend on anyone's opinion of you to be happy the only opinion that matters is yours we hear a lot that being selfish is bad but honestly it's not because when you're put on this earth, on this in this world, <laughs> the only person that's in charge of you is you. And so there's a lot of things to be selfish about. And I think that's one of those. Like you should only care about what you think of you. Because also, there's not one ideal image. Even though that's kind of what we've said and how society portrays this perfect body image. And that's what everyone strives for. Yes, that's the general idea. But also everyone is different. There's something for everybody. Just like we've been kind of saying that society portrays this body image for everyone to quote unquote, you know, strive to look like. It also is very contradicting because if you look at people who are in the public eye, like I'm going to name just a few like super famous women who are very different, you know, body types, but they all get criticized like crazy. For example, the 
first ones that come to mind is like Megan the Stallion. She does have that, in my opinion, that perfect body. Like she has the super thin waist, flat stomach, really big boobs, really big butt. Like to me, like she looks so good. And especially because she portrays so much confidence. She just looks so good. But people criticize her all the time because so she's made out to be too manly just because she's like super tall. So it's just like, bro, what what is it, you know? Mm -hmm. And then you look at Lizzo and everyone's just criticizing her left and right because, quote unquote, she's too fat. And then you look at the other end of it, like, let's say Kendall, uh, Kendall Jenner. She gets criticized all the time for being too thin because, oh, she doesn't have no she doesn't have any boobs. She doesn't have any ass. So it's like no matter what body type you have, you're going to get criticized. So I, I guess that's what I was trying to say with like the outside factors. Don't let all these things and i know it's so hard especially with social media like social media can be so so good i mean i love it i love social media but i feel like it can also be super toxic and super dangerous to one's mental health and one's self-image because it's so easy to compare yourself to other people and i mean we all know this social media is super fake Everything that is put out, not everything, but a lot that is put out there is not reality. And even though it's part of someone's reality, it's part of their reality. It's not the full thing. And so it's, I think it's really sad that we all just compare ourselves to like this person and that person and this person's not even just body types, but like my skin is not as glowy as hers. But what you don't know is that she edited her picture before posting it. She had a breakout last night, but because she had a post today, she took a selfie and she edited all those blemishes out. And I'm not hating on that. Like, if you want to do that to, like, keep your image, that's you. Do you, girl. But that's what we have to keep in mind. Like, don't compare yourself to others because you don't really know. And then, like, I also I remember thinking of all of this when um, I was really into makeup. I would do my makeup and I would always think, oh, like I'm not good at this because it doesn't come out as like flawless as all these influencers online. It doesn't come out as bright. And it wasn't until like months after where people actually started posting their unedited pictures. And I was like, how my makeup looks in person is how theirs looks too. It's just theirs are edited to enhance the look. And again, I don't necessarily think that's bad. And because at the end of the day, it's not the influencer's job to make us happy you know like they're just doing that to put their talents out there Mm -hmm. how we take it that's on us right like we're grown-ass people we shouldn't depend on who x y and z pose for us to be okay with ourselves and i because whenever i don't know if you i'm sure you've seen all these movements on social media where they want to cancel certain artists or certain influencers because oh they're not posting their real them and you know their pictures are so edited and it's like okay and Mm -hmm. Like, it's not their job to make you feel good about yourself. Right. If them posting those pictures makes them feel good about themselves, let them be. Mm -hmm. And if that makes you so unhappy, unfollow them. Right. And I've had to do that. Like, I used to follow this one influencer who would always post herself on, like, vacation and looking so good. And they would make me feel bad about myself because it was always, like, I would compare myself to her. Like, what does she do? Like to always be out on vacation, like I want to be like this. And it would make me feel like I wasn't in the part of my life where I felt like I needed to be because I'm not going anywhere. I'm working my ass off and I'm barely making ends meet and she looks good all the time and I can only get myself ready once a month. You know, things like that that just make Mm. you feel bad about yourself. And I was just, I had to come to a realization and be like, what is me following this girl do for me? 
all it's doing is making me doubt myself, making me tell myself bad things. And that has nothing to do with her. That has everything to do with what I'm struggling with. And I had nothing against this girl. Like, that's her life, you know? But I had to come to a realization and self-observation, hold myself accountable and be like, okay, this is nothing but negative things in my life. Boom, unfollow. And ever since then, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say like unfollowing her completely changed my life, but it did help. And I've done that to quite a few people where I'm like, seeing you travel all the time and looking perfect all the time makes me like feel like shit. Yeah. And like I don't have my life together. Let me unfollow you. And once I'm in a better place, I'll follow you again. Cause yeah. again, it has nothing to do with them and everything to do with me. But if at the end of the day their posts are not hurting me, but not benefiting me. Why do that to myself? Yeah. It's just social media. Like, take it off. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not coming from, like, a place of hate, but more so of self-love. Exactly. And I think a lot of people need to be more aware of that and see if seeing a certain person, a certain post over and over, like, make you makes you question yourself, makes you question your life choices. Like, you really do have to be accountable for what that really means to you and fix it because mm -hmm. we love to say this is out of our control this is out of our control i can't control this like there are so many things in your own life you have control over yeah. and i think if you have um if you have a fracture in your self-image foundation social media will completely break you down yeah. it really will unfortunately mm -hmm. so i think a huge part that actually did happen to help me like you said how you unfollowed the other the girl because it she like her posts just weren't benefiting you right i kind of did the same thing i unfollowed a lot of people that their posts just didn't align with me right you know and i wanted to start following people that did align with me with my mentality so i putting yourself or exposing yourself to those kinds of people will help you grow in the direction that you want to grow rather than being hindered in attempting to grow in a direction that you're not meant to grow in. So kind of letting that go and more so, again, like how you said, like following people that will post things that will benefit you. Right. You know? And like you said mm -hmm. earlier, that doesn't mean this person is bad, that person is bad. It's just everyone is in a different level in their life. And being around the people that are on the exact same level as you will only enhance your goals mm -hmm. and will only make you better to reach those goals. Mm -hmm. I, I think they're also like, as corny as it is, motivational. Yeah, it is. Actually, so one thing that I did notice, it was actually a few years ago, I want to say like in 2020, where I actually found out that people were actually self-conscious about having stretch marks and cellulite i've always had stretch marks i've always had cellulite because i just have you know like my body has changed so much over the years especially with the bodybuilding i've gained so many stretch marks and also cellulite but i've actually never felt self-conscious about it i've actually always admired that part of myself seeing my stretch marks seeing my cellulite i've always liked that and then I found out in 2020 that people actually felt self-conscious about it. And I was just like, oh, that's like, I always found that interesting. I'm like that. It kind of sucks for those people that do feel self-conscious about it. 
and I feel like I was lucky enough to not be exposed to that negativity early on that I was able to learn to love that part of me. So till this day, I still love all of my stretch marks. I love my how my cellulite looks like I, I'm comfortable with it, you know, including like any old bruises or scars or whatever. Like I feel comfortable with those things. I've just accepted them as being part of my own body and I've learned to love them. Like that's just... I feel like if I wouldn't, if I would see my body now and I didn't have those things, I feel like my body would just, wouldn't look, it would just look weird. Mm -hmm. Like it wouldn't be my body. Right. So I'm appreciative of how my body looks, even with all of those things. That also reminds me about how we also have to remember that when people criticize you, a lot of the times it has to do with what they're dealing with. And so you just have to keep that in mind and to not let that diminish your self-confidence um because when people are like oh you know you're too fat you're too skinny you're too this you're too that more than likely that has to do with them thinking that of themselves and putting somebody else down because of it makes them feel better Mm -hmm. unfortunately and a lot of maybe a lot of the times people don't mean it that way maybe it's not meant to be like super malicious but it's their subconscious working right and it's what just makes them feel better Mm -hmm. and so that's one thing i actually have been really good about like if someone talks to me about something to do with me my appearance and they're just trying to make me feel bad you know like out loud i'm just like okay you know like what do you want me to do about it you know like i'm sorry you think i'm ugly Mm -hmm. (laughs) but like internally i just remind myself i'm like this has nothing to do with you and this has everything to do with them Mm -hmm. and who cares what they think like you may think i'm ugly i'm not i may not be your type and that's fine like I'm not going to be everybody's type. Like I said, everyone has everything. Everyone has everything. <laughs> There's something for everybody. And if I'm somebody's type or not, like that shouldn't that shouldn't mess with your body image because maybe it's like somebody you really like, but you're not their type. So what? Then they're just not meant to be for you. Right. And you'll be able to find someone who actually appreciates your body type. Exactly. Like almost 8 billion people on this earth and you're going to let your whole self image just go to the floor because of one person when you look at it like that like it makes no sense and just love yourself screw what people think yeah screw what society tells you that you should look like especially as a woman i know it does happen for men too i'm not saying like this is just a woman struggle but obviously we're women so we're speaking out of experience but i do think body image is a lot harsher on women Mm -hmm. than it is men right at least more publicly right I mean, like, regardless, uh, you're going to get criticized anyway. So if someone tells you, oh, you wear too much makeup or you that like that's not your real hair. You're like, you wear too many wigs or you color your hair too much or you do way too much weightlifting, like you look too manly or you're not big enough, whatever it is, like they're going to criticize you regardless. You're not going to make anybody happy. So might as well make you happy. So if you feel good about it do it so if you want to do your makeup every day and look flawless do it if you don't want to wear any makeup at all any day you just want glowy skin do it if you want to get plastic surgery and you want to enhance your body do it if you don't want to you want to accept all your curves and you want to show off all your curves your natural curves your longhas do it like there's no right or wrong answer to any of this the, i would say the only wrong answer to this is if you're doing this for somebody else Mm -hmm. if you're not doing if you're doing it for anybody other than you 
you will never achieve that happiness and that self-love and i've talked a lot about doing it for like a significant other but honestly i feel like the biggest one is family Mm -hmm. especially being a mexican woman Mm -hmm. i will say the biggest criticizers in our lives a lot of the times is your own family Mm -hmm. and i know they do it out of the kindness of their heart like the jokes they make and stuff because that's just our culture Mm -hmm. like we we just attack one another yeah like your biggest insecurities and they make it into jokes but i don't think it's always out of a malicious intent because like i said i do think it's part of our culture to just kind of make fun of each other but sometimes they do hit that nerve where you're like fuck yeah (laughs) and on top of that because it's family of course you're going to value their opinion a little bit more other than compared to like a stranger so because i've dealt with that myself as well um because whenever i started wearing more revealing clothing my mom would actually start making comments of are you gonna go out and wear that and i'm like yes because i am choosing to wear this and i understand her concern was just like men are gonna be coming up to you you know like something can happen i'm in my thing that i understand that that's something that me and her could never agree on so i have nothing against towards the way that she thinks because yes it does happen and i know that she's just trying to keep me safe protect me but i also understand and i have my own valued opinions for my own body i'm not going to dim my light and cover myself up for the comfortability of men mm-hmm. and it's just like that does not sit right with me if i want to wear certain clothing if i want to flaunt my curves whatever and i want to show it off i'm going to do it because it makes me feel good again i'm dressing for me not anybody else and that's kind of also like a fine line to play with because i think it's safe to say we both also want to be respectful of our parents and their opinions like yes i respect what you're trying to say but i also disagree Mm -hmm. so it's just finding your own i guess middle ground to where you want to acknowledge that yes their opinion matters but at the same time they can't dictate how you dress and i think that also goes to the point of it's just kind of a different generation and i know like when i tell my mom those kind of things she's like yeah but morals and self-respect don't change with generations and it's like yes you're right they don't change but me dressing a little bit more revealing doesn't imply i'm a whore now (laughs) right and like self-respect that's one thing i don't agree with the form that you dress doesn't dictate your self-respect your self-respect is about how you carry yourself not the way that you dress because the way you dress is ultimately simply just an expression of yourself but it's not you as a whole person your self-respect is dictated by your personality your character not what you present out to others right and your actions Mm -hmm. not solely on looks the shirt you're wearing and um whenever i i remember there was this one time in high school and i know like the dress code always said that we couldn't wear leggings but literally everybody always wore leggings you know bro and Mm. one time i wore leggings i got stopped by the principal director one of those (laughs) anyways so she was telling me that i couldn't wear those because it showed my bum too much that's what the word that she used (laughs) and i was just like looking at her like kind of stupid i cannot hide my ass my ass is a part of me my ass is not an attachment it's not some pads i can just take off 
and put aside whenever I want to. It doesn't matter whether I wear leggings, shorts, skirt, jeans, pants, or baggy pants. My ass is still going to be there. There's no point in trying to hide it because I just simply cannot. Like, I hate that, you know? And I think this is one thing probably a lot of my Latinas can relate to. And again, I'm not trying to put anybody down. I just think this is more so of the system that's a little messed up. But I always found it so annoying how a Hispanic girl, a Latina, in short shorts, like short Nike shorts, you know, like workout shorts, was always considered and looked at as hoey. But then you turned around and white girl over here wearing the same thing and she's considered sporty. Yeah. You don't know the amount of times I saw Latinas get in trouble for, you know, breaking dress code for wearing things like that and homegirl over here wearing the exact same thing, but it's okay because she has volleyball practice later yeah that is so irritating because again that is your body Mm -hmm. and i'm sorry i have more curves than her so it looks different but ultimately it's the same thing not like they're my shorts were shorter than hers like they were literally the same length but because one looks a little different than the other because of their body shape one gets in trouble and the other doesn't right and like that just goes further into show it wasn't never about the dress code they were just simply sexualizing or seeing each person's body in a sexual way that's what their perception is so like if you have more curves then you were just simply sexualized and and your excuse was oh boys are going to get distracted oh that word distracting like Mm -hmm. like that's why you couldn't wear tank tops yeah because your shoulders are distracting i'm sorry if homeboy behind me is distracted by my shoulders and Mm -hmm. can't pay attention in class that is not my problem. That's and, his problem. And why is that put on the girl? Yeah. I do understand certain clothing items, yes, are inappropriate for school grounds or other grounds, like time mm-hmm. and place. I get it. I'm not fighting that. But there are so many rules placed for girls specifically mm-hmm. that just blow my mind and make no sense. Yeah. It's just like, why are we held accountable for men's actions and why aren't men held accountable for their actions? Exactly. Like, it's put on us how they react to our stuff and then we have to change our whatever Mm -hmm. and they're just boys will be boys they always talk about how men are just immature and whatnot and it's just like okay but you're also taking off the responsibility to become mature and like that's one of them you're putting the the mature responsibility of a man onto a woman by trying to cover her up rather than teaching the man or the boy in these in these cases that women are the ones responsible for everything and they're in the okay with this right and that they're not responsible for their actions that the way that they think right because you're just a boy that's mm-hmm. just the way you're wired like right no because there are plenty of guys out there who are respectful regardless of what you're wearing yeah that's one thing that always bothered me it always irritated me too it was very biased yeah and that's also one thing why it would bother me when my mom would tell me that kind of thing where she kind of didn't like the things that i wore and i understood that she saw it in that light but i also disagreed with that point of view Mm -hmm. because i just refused to put a man's mental or emotional responsibility onto me i just refuse to do that i'm not responsible for a man's actions i am simply responsible for my own and my own only no i totally agree and just kind of like little backtracking to what we spoke about in the very beginning because it just kind of came to my head but do you think whenever you were struggling with your body image that people would make comments to you is there any particular comment that has stuck with you and you remember you know just feeling kind of like shit 
when said person said something to you do you i'm trying to think of one let me think of one do you have one yeah Um, so i don't know why this stuck with me the way it has luckily it's never gotten into the it never got to the point where like it messed with my self-esteem or anything like that it was more so of a situation where like i just couldn't believe what i was hearing and thinking you really think it's okay to talk to someone like that so i was actually working at payless at the time and i want to say i was about 18 maybe even 17 and i was working at payless i was working my shift and this family came in i think it was a guy like a man a woman and i want to say they're two kids and they were looking for shoes And I kid you not, the dad comes up to me, unprovoked, like nothing. He just comes up to me and goes, you should really eat more meat, put more meat on those bones. I just remember being like so speechless. I remember thinking, oh, but if I turn around and say you should eat more salad, get some meat off those bones, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be looked as the asshole. Right. And that's one standard I have never understood how calling someone fat is looked upon really badly, frowned upon. And it's looked at as bullying, but you can always attack me and my physique because Mm -hmm. I'm skinny. That's always been a struggle for me because I feel like I can never clap back when someone like fat is calling me too skinny Mm -hmm. and it's looked at as more okay. Like at the end of the day, fat shaming, skinny shaming, it's the same thing because you're attacking someone on their appearance. Right. And who are you to tell anybody anything? And yes, it used to get to me more so when I was a teenager because, yeah, like I said, I struggled with my body image. I was always one of those people with the skinny physique. I was never able to gain weight no matter how much I ate, no matter how, like, no matter what I did. And trust me, I tried, you know, I would try to eat as much junk as I could because that's how you always hear people gain weight. And it didn't, it did nothing to my weight other than make me sick. (laughs) Mm. because i do have a sensitive stomach and so if i eat a lot a lot of junk like if i overdo it i get very sick like i can eat it but in moderation you know mm. and at the time i remember just being so self-conscious and just being like something has to work i have to gain weight because i had i was 99 pounds for probably five to seven years of my life not a pound less not a pound more i don't understand why but i was always 99 pounds i think from seventh grade all the way until I had Noah, till I was 21. After I had Noah, I was able to go to 105. (laughs) I was able to gain six pounds. I was so proud of myself. And I think now I'm probably like 110, so I've gained a little more weight. But even yet, you can't really see because I'm still very, very petite. But yeah, back then, I those comments would get to me because it was one of those things where, you know, like I said, oh, you have the body of a 12-year-old boy. But... And that was looked at as like funny, like, ah, ha, ha. but if I turn around, I'm like, well, yeah, you're fucking fat. And people would be like, ah, mm-hmm. how dare you? Because uh-huh. it did happen because I remember certain people would constantly tell me things about my weight and it got to a point where I was like, bro, like, just leave me alone. Like, this is not funny. I don't understand why you think this is OK. And I clapped back at somebody and the people around were like, ah, like you're fat shaming. And I'm like, but this person over here joking on me for months Mm-hmm. It's fine and it's funny. Like, okay, make that make sense. Right. Just like you're playing at their own game and it's only funny when they do it, but not funny when you do it. Yeah, and that's, I don't know, that's one thing that I hate people doing, like, online. Just always talking about people's physical appearance and just being too big, being too small. And it's just, 
and we're human i understand it's gonna happen like you know thoughts that are gonna go through your head like they go through my head i'm not gonna sit here and be like oh i'm perfect saying dulce and i never mm-hmm. judge anyone it's happened mm-hmm. but i n- will never attack anybody i will never say anything i will keep that in like to myself and i will tell myself like why does it matter like why are you even thinking about this i've had to check myself multiple times i feel like i've gotten better at it you mm-hmm. know because again i'm like when you really like reflect it's one of those things where i tell myself this has more to do with how insecure you are about yourself than what i feel about this person mm-hmm. and ma- and trying to put them down in my own head does nothing for me like that just makes me a nasty person you know yeah. what i mean and that even if i keep it to myself eventually that's going to translate and I'm going to be a nasty person on the outside. So I'm just like, it's more about self-accountability, I think, you know, and right. just realizing what you're doing. And just be that change you want to be in the world. Right. As corny as that is, <laughs> as a wise Michael Jackson once said, <laughs> if you want to make a change in the world, you start with the man in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> so on that note, on accountability, I think that in general, if you feel okay like disregarding everybody's opinion like before you do whatever it is that you're trying to do if you're you thinking about it you doing what you have planned for yourself like whether that be dressing a certain way going out to eat or eating a little less however your goals align your actions for you if you're okay with those decisions before having everybody else's input then do it don't turn back on it simply because you hear other people's opinions on it if you are truly okay with it do it because after all the only permission that you need in this world is your own and that's the only one and then after that you're just looking for validation and you don't need everybody's validation the only validation that you need is your own so if you feel comfortable and if you feel in your heart that it is the right thing to do for you then do it because that in that case if you keep following your heart that way, you'll never be in the wrong because you're doing it for yourself. But to answer your question, to me, it, most of the comments I always got for me was more so people trying to cover me up. What do you mean? In terms of like my clothing. Like I should wear more clothing to like cover myself up. People told you that? Mm-hmm. Like apart from your mom? Yeah. Interesting. Like um it always had to deal with my butt because like everybody would always tell me like oh you have a big butt you have a big butt and it was just like people constantly wanting me to like cover it up and so then for a while it did get to me i will say throughout middle school and most of high school the way that i would dress i'd cover up a lot like i'd wear a lot of very baggy shirts i would always wear cardigans or hoodies that were very big on me to like just cover up my shape my body uh, because I just felt like it kind of those comments just got to me of like I should cover up and those should comments kind of became my mentality like I need to cover up like I shouldn't be showing anything right and so then that that kind of became my whole mentality regarding my whole wardrobe so I would wear just try to in general cover everything up and if I showed a little bit too much I would always feel very uncomfortable with myself because I always felt like I needed to cover up. So then whenever I started putting myself out there more and started changing my wardrobe and dressing the way that I actually wanted to dress, in the beginning, yeah, it was difficult because I wasn't used to that any, like at all. Mm-hmm. I've been covering up for like 
all throughout middle school and high school you mm, know almost like childhood trauma goes into <laughs> adulthood i Who know yes yeah <laughs> and it wasn't until like i actually moved in with you because uh just background uh, knowledge i lived with dulce for about three four months like three to five months three to five months that. somewhere around there mm-hmm. so i lived with dulce for about three to five months and during that span uh we actually started i started going out just in general because I had no social life before, <laughs> so I started going out in general. She took me out to my first bar. Hey, I'm that I'm that social butterfly uh-huh. that adapted my little no adopted, adopted my little introvert. introvert. Yeah. So since we started going out more, obviously hey, we were going out to a different scenery. So like we started going out to like different sceneries where that kind of clothing was actually just like acceptable. That's the I guess norm yeah that's the norm that's how you how most people dress so then i was just like okay well people are dressing like that i can go out dressing like that too like i felt acceptable for me to dress that way Mm -hmm. and at that time i will say i was looking for that validation of like it's okay to dress this way so since i saw other people do it there i was like okay so if they're doing it it's okay for me to do it so that kind of got me to start doing it and then once I kind of got comfortable in that scene. I felt comfortable doing it outside of that scene. So like even whenever I like go to the park and I want to wear a crop top or like a backless uh, top, like I'll do it, you know? Or if I'm like going out with like friends to just like have dinner, but it's not like that kind of scenery. If I feel comfortable and I want to wear that, I'm still going to wear it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I don't try to like hold myself back on anybody else's account in terms of how I dress anymore. Yeah, I don't know why that's always embedded in us. I mean, I would say from the moment we're born, mm-hmm. but what are people going to think? Mm-hmm. What are people going to think? And because my mom is like that a lot to a certain degree, you know, like, oh, what are people going to think? And she's always like, I dulce, because I'm the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. I'm literally like, fuck what people think. Like, I don't know these people. Why would I change my lifestyle for someone I'm never going to see again? Right. Or even if I do see them again, like, who cares? Are you paying my bills? Are you feeding me? Are you clothing me? Like, you're not doing anything for me. I'm not going to live for you. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that's something my mom has gotten used to in the sense of, like, she knows who her daughter is. Doesn't change the way she is because she is more, I don't know, preserved. But I think that's also, like, an age thing, right. you know, generation thing. But, yeah, I'm so about, like, screw what people think. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Like, and like you said earlier, people don't care yeah everyone is so self-centered that no one pays probably no one is looking at you yeah i'm not gonna say no one because i mean especially guys like i'm sure they are looking at you but Mm -hmm. no one cares the way you think people care right everyone is worried about probably the same thing what do i look like or my long has out Mm -hmm. is this too showy is this not showy enough you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. for anybody to like be looking at you and judging you right and if they are again i am a true believer that that has way more to do with their insecurities than what they really think about you. Um, I, I will say one thing. My mom has been a little bit more open or accepting of that, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, she won't comment on my appearance in terms of how I dress anymore. Not like that. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of just accepts it, you know, right. that 
She understands that we don't have hold the same point of view in that term. She also understands my point of view, or at least I like to think that she does because she has stopped me. She has stopped making those kinds of comments. And have you spoken out to her, like specifically being like, "Hey, these comments make me feel some type of way," or she just stopped without you saying anything? Um, I didn't ex exactly express to her that they made me feel some type of way. I just kind of explained to her that we have, I actually kind of just like straight up said like we have different points of views and I understand that you think a certain way, but I don't agree with it. Long story short, that's kind of how the conversation went. So I expressed to her that I understand her point of views, but I also hold mine and that I'm not going to confirm, conform to her point of view because I hold mine to a higher value for myself mm -hmm. type of thing and so i've actually since that conversation she hasn't really made those comments anymore so that's good that mm -hmm. she's understanding of that because that is just one point i wanted to bring up if anyone is kind of struggling with maybe their parent or a family member a friend i don't know somebody that you i would say that you would consider is close to you who kind of just jokes about your appearance or the way you dress or whatever it may be and it makes you uncomfortable they may not know that it makes you uncomfortable so you also have to speak out on your own needs right and if you're working on your image on your self-worth on all of that you know just being good with yourself yes in the beginning those comments do affect that and so if you even if you don't feel comfortable talking about it in my opinion you have to grow that courage for yourself you have to stand up for yourself and you don't have to be ugly about it you can come to it in a very respectful way and just have a simple conversation with that person and say mm -hmm. hey i don't know if you're aware but your comments your jokes your your whatever it may be make me feel uncomfortable make me feel this and that way i would really appreciate it like going forward like please don't comment on it like you have to speak up for yourself right. and you have to speak up on your needs and if your need is hey i need more supportive energy and not criticizing energy say it yeah because when it's things like that like i said it does not help to have people put you down yeah and a lot of the times they may not mean it that way but because they're not aware that it makes you feel some type of way how are they supposed to know mm -hmm. to not do it mm -hmm. even because a lot of things to us are like oh well that's common sense like don't do it but not everyone thinks the same way and especially like if I make a comment about Ellie's appearance and we're both laughing, I'm going to take it as, well, she thinks it's funny too. Like, how am mm -hmm. I supposed to know you're not okay with it? You know, up yeah. until you speak out and you're like, hey, I know I laugh with it, but it's because I'm uncomfortable and I don't know how to tell you how to stop. Yeah. But just because I laugh doesn't mean I'm like, okay. Right. And like, you're really hitting at an insecurity of mine. Like, please don't. Mm -hmm. So just like speak up for yourself. Right. And I get that also that's difficult to do because I was in that similar boat where I didn't stand up for myself. And I will say that once you start doing it, it, get, it gets a little easier. In the beginning, it is difficult to just speak up for yourself. For me, anyways, I'm the type of person who just wants to avoid confrontation at all. In general, like I will do anything to avoid confrontation. And the way that I would view it is if I spoke up for myself, it would turn into a confrontation. Mm -hmm. Or that in general, that me speaking up for myself was the confrontation. Right. And that's what I was fearful of. And so it took me a while, but I was able to build up the courage to finally start standing up for myself in those 
circumstances and I will say that once you start doing it it becomes a little easier to do it later on so the more you practice it the easier it'll get Mm -hmm. so it's kind of just like you have to make that first step and even if it doesn't go very well and it turns into an argument then you kind of know where you stand with that person and they don't value your emotions in your feelings and if they're that kind of person in your life like that if you have a person like that in your life then that kind of means like you kind of don't need them in your life if they're not here looking out for your emotional like needs if they're just putting you down emotionally even though they understand that it's hurting you you don't need that kind of people in your life in your life like you need people that will build you up you know Mm -hmm. and that's not to say like that they won't make mistakes you know like that they won't sometimes put you down unintentionally because they don't know that they're putting you down but you do need to speak up for yourself Mm -hmm. but ultimately how they respond to you speaking up for yourself should tell you more about them than anything people may surprise you too you know like you may think you're gonna have a confrontation and yeah huge possibility that it may be but that person may surprise you and be like holy shit i am so sorry I never meant to make you feel this way. Like, yeah, I'm going to work on it. And like you just said, like, they may make mistakes and you may have to remind them every so often, like, hey, you're doing it again. But if they check themselves. Yeah, and if they're putting effort to change or not continue to, like, put you down in that way, Mm -hmm. then, I mean, that's kind of the main thing that you need is you need their effort in order to stop doing all those things because if they're just disregarding your comment and just being like oh, okay you know but then they keep continue doing it she's like they're not taking you seriously right they're not taking into account your emotions right because like, what i have heard i have heard a lot of people say it's well i don't mean it that way so like just take a joke mm-hmm. it's like okay but if you're hurting someone's feelings mm-hmm. i get when it's a generalized joke and yeah. someone specifically like makes the shoe fit like a comedian or something right but like if it's like one-on-one and like you're making that specific person feel bad Mm -hmm. like you do have to take that into consideration yeah (laughs) and then if you made that joke and then they said that they it did kind of trigger their insecurities and it was like it was just a joke okay yeah that time it was just a joke but if you continue doing it it's not a joke anymore that you're doing that you're you have you've already acknowledged that it hurts that person and you're continuing to do it so to you it's not a joke the actual punchline for you is that you're getting off on the other person's getting their feelings hurt yeah body image is such a difficult thing that Mm -hmm. i think we all struggle with at one point in our life probably especially when we're younger like teenage Mm -hmm. it's just when you're a teenager you just deal with so much crap Mm -hmm. and i feel like body image is one of them yeah so and it's like whether your body develop develops faster than others or slower than others like there is no right way of development because regardless you're going to be criticized if you develop your body quicker than everybody else oh it's just like oh everybody just criticizes you criticizes you because you have big boobs or like if you don't flourish until like later on like let's say after you leave high school or whatever it's just like Oh, well, I mean, you kind of didn't have shit, so. You're part of the itty-bitty community. (laughs) Can my itty-bitties stand up? (laughs) Yeah. stand up. (laughs) Oh, but yeah, so it's just like, regardless, you're never going to make anybody happy. Everybody happy. So it's just like, if you're happy, do it, you know? 
Yeah, at the end of just the day, I would say our message would just be to love yourself. Mm-hmm. You only get one life. Well, one body. I know that's debatable. <laughs> Some people <laughs> believe other things, but, you know, yeah. for the sake of it, you only have one life. Live it the best way that you can. And why not live it happy? Mm-hmm. Quit worrying about what other people think. I know it's difficult, but, like, honestly, they do nothing for you. So why should their opinion change your life? Out one year out the other yep take it with a grain of salt mm-hmm. you know let flow let whatever needs to flow flow oh i forgot oh <laughs> i take that back that was like my drake coat <laughs> drake coat yes my drake coat my drake coat. oh my god drake oh. quote we're we doing tongue twisters today homegirl oh my god that's that hispanic thing like I have never met a Hispanic that cannot talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They're trying to say like two words in the same word or if not, they're trying to say the same word in like English and Spanish at the same time. It's awful. Dude. Like my, my own tongue is my worst enemy. <laughs> like, can you just let me speak? Uh-huh. I just cannot spoke. Nope. Not today. I cannot spoke today. Oh. And with all that being said, my pubs keep everything positive stay positive what you put out is what you get so if you gonna put out all that negativity i'm sorry baby girl but you're just gonna get all that negative negativity back mm-hmm. what goes around comes around just yeah. keep it positive and i promise you all that positivity that you deserve will come to you well that's everything for today thank you for listening pubs and don't forget to follow us and turn on your notifications so you don't miss an episode let us know on our Instagram reminders what your experiences are and how they may be the same or different from ours. And don't forget, you can always follow us on all socials at the Puff Lounge Podcast. And we'll see you back here next week for the next episode. Bye. Bye.